Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Hala Hala podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands for podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Ishpeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode, where we sample something fresh from the Pop Culture Buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. And on this episode of the Taste Test of Season 6, Siggy samples the third season of The Morning Show. So Sigs, let's get right into it. What did the third season of The Morning Show taste like? So I had to think about this for a bit. Mm-hmm. And after just seeing episode six of season three, mm-hmm. which dropped last Wednesday, October 11th, mm-hmm. I think of Cracker Jack. Do you remember what the Cracker Jack? Yes. Did you have Cracker Jack since kid? Yes. It yes. would be this box of like caramel popcorn. Right. You could see it's like a red and white box. And on the top, you'll see the Cracker Jack itself. And once you open it, there sometimes would be a prize at the bottom, like a little trinket. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like something for like a necklace or yeah. something like that. This red box with a picture of the caramel corn, there's something familiar and crunchy and a sweet snack for me mm-hmm. with a little trinket-like prize. Now, you're probably wondering why I chose this. Yeah. Now, yeah. the Cracker Jack with me is a retro treat. Mm-hmm. And now, with the casting of John Hamm joins the cast mm. of The Morning Show, this right. third season. And it's like a callback to him from Mad Men. Yeah. And I always thought, what would... You know, what does John Hamm do well? He's good playing a corporate person and he's playing this billionaire named Paul Marks. And UBA, the network that shows the morning show, um, is searching for him and trying to ask him to save them from financial distress as we are in season three. Yeah. I've just only seen the first episode. I'll eventually catch up to where you're at. But he (laughs) is a great addition and a good stunt casting for this. Exactly. TV show, yeah. Was it worth the actual calories? I think yes, but because so far it seems delicious, but I'd like it is. It is. And I do apologize to those who are listening. Spoiler alert ahead. So stop the podcast right now. Go watch episode (laughs) six on Apple TV, then rejoin us. Right. Last week's episode was like beyond. Mm. The third season reconnects us to Bradley, played by Reese Witherspoon, being on the nightly news now. Alex Levy has a show called Alex Levy Unfiltered, played by Jennifer Aniston, who's not on the... She does the morning show in the mornings, but she has this extra, almost premium stuff to do at night. Right. She goes into space. Yeah, I did not make that up. She's supposed to go into space. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I know. And Corey Ellison, played by the lovely Billy Crudup, who won an an Emmy for the show, Mm -hmm. he's scrambling to find financiers as UBA is trying to evolve into this streaming space. We do know that the previously on the morning show had the character Mitch, played by Steve Carell, who was Ooh, sexual assault, you know, yeah. very much like the, the villain of the Me Too movement who passed right. away in season yeah. two. And yeah, he died in a car accident. He got in a car accident right? and drove off. Yeah. He was in Italy during the pandemic. And there was many callbacks to the pandemic, the insurrection on January 6th. There's some right. cyber attacks. Yeah. It was worth it. It was worth this like Cracker Jack box of a treat. And let's be honest, John Hamm, 
Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston got Tell it going us. on. They mm-hmm. did the nasty, and Ooh. it was super hot. I'm just <laughs> telling you, Jennifer Aniston, like, it was just the way it was choreographed. It was wow. very sexy. Ooh. It was beyond, like, Jennifer Aniston was just bare doll. Like, they, it was hot. Like, I almost had to towel off the screen. Oh, my goodness. Because I was like, and I had a friend, my friend Renee, who you know, was yes, just like, yes. did you just see that episode? I'm like, <laughs> damn, it was <laughs> Everyone, Vulture was just like, oh my God, we need more of this. But when you have like Rachel Green and Don Draper go at it, it's hot. Let's be honest. Two beautiful people. Two Two beautiful beautiful people, people, you know, and it was right there. They probably worked them off. They probably burned them off. And tasteful. It was hot. It it was hot. Tasteful. Tasteful, tasteful too at the same time. But hot. hot. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Hot. Oh my goodness. What now? What does it remind you on the pop culture buffet? Now, this took me time to figure this out. And Mm -hmm. once, Kuya, you're at episode two. Yeah. This show has big little lies in my back of my head. You've got a quality cast. Right. Especially with John Hamm. Yeah. There's architecture porn. So Corey Ellison moves to the Hamptons. Yeah. And you see where he lives. And just the doorway <laughs> is beyond. You will call me. You will text me once you can. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. This this doorway. And the, the plot this year is sprinkled with unknowns at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You know, Corey's house is in the Hamptons, the door alone. There's lies piecing together that Corey and Bradley had some sort of, not a thing, but, like, there's something between them because there's a cyber attack. Bradley's worried that there's this video yeah, or this there's evidence. leverage. There's leverage. There's leverage. There. And Corey's yeah. like, don't worry about it. You have nothing to worry. What are they covering mm, up? What is with Mia Jordan, AKA Niall Wallace from just like that. Yeah. And her bow that's in the field that needs, I don't know if he's reporting in Afghanistan. And then the wonderful actress, Greta Lee, who plays Stella. Yeah. Who she's is wonderful. One of the, oh, she's great. She's one she's of the executives. Wonderful. Yeah. And she almost seems to be in a power struggle with Corey. Ellison has a background story with Paul Marks, but you don't know why. Right. Like there's a, there's like what's so a lot going of intrigue on going on. There's a and lot they, of intrigue, a lot of intrigue. I can Go see ahead. the setup. I can certainly see the setup. And so Yeah. And, and you think there's callbacks. Yeah. And poor Mark Doplas Chip. Is he really <laughs> over Alex Levy or is he on to Isabel, the other production producer? And also to did Bradley and Laura Peterson played by Juliana Margulies. Juliana Margulies yeah. fizzle in Montana. They spent time in Montana during the pandemic. They right. sort of came out and they were talking about making coffee. And there was time jumps and callbacks. So it had that big little lies feel with yeah. like the caliber of performances, but the architecture porn, like living in the Hamptons is our next goal. Because uh, it was gorgeous. Like, you see John Hamm. Like, Corey Ellison is a neighbor to John Hamm's character, Paul. And happens to walk down the beach in the shoes and seeing Paul just coming in from the surf. It's like, a beautifully how, yeah. styled it's television gorgeous. show. It's gorgeous. gorgeous right? Gorgeous. From, from the styling of the fashion to the styling of the sets and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, wow. Like, even the into space scene, it was just like, oh God. you know, it's <laughs> like, it actually looked real. Like, it actually looked real. I thought I was, like, watching something yeah. real. It was preposterous <laughs> at the same time, but it, it was really mm. cool to see. Mm. Now, what else did you appreciate about it? I'll say it again. Hammond, yes. Aniston, Hammondston, <laughs> Steamy. Yeah. I mean, towel off the screen. Well, John Hamm back on the small screen on premium yeah. show, which is what we love, what we, pre, you know, right now. Yeah. Architecture, I want to live in the Hamptons. Now, there is other characters introduced, and there's one played by Nicole Bahari. She plays Christina, one of the Tomorrow Morning Show's new hosts. And she takes one of the higher-ups, played by the lovely Holland Taylor, 
to task right. regarding a throwaway comment regarding race. Oh, and Christina gets the opportunity to confront Holland Taylor's comments on this and basically gets her canceled. But right. the maneuvering and the acting for this, Nicole Bahari was amazing. We need mm-hmm. to see more of this. Mm-hmm. You felt the power coming back to the show. Right. And the first season, there was a throwback dynamic of women and men in power positions. Yes. Now, Stella, Greta Lee has to deal with some really bro-y negative males yeah. during yeah. upfronts, and she had to deal with them. And there's this shocking scene where she's dealing with these two um, executives who were trying to drink her under the table. She requests on her own the waitress to like, can you just water mine down? I can't keep up with these guys. And right. these guys do a sinister move with her and the waitress Ooh. in public and was just like, they added on, I don't even want to spoil this part. Yeah. And Greta Lee delivers lines and gets through that scene and posts the scene in the limo, traveling to the Hamptons to, to go to Corey's house to do right. the rest of the upfronts, deals with that. I just did something horrible. And I have to, like, put up a face. And that still recalling back to the Me Too movement at the beginning of this season one, it's still in the background. And I thought Mm. that was very interesting. And I do like the fact that the shift was a little bit away from Bradley and Alex in some cases. We got to see Greta Lee's character sort of evolve and merge and the character of Christina. I thought that was really things that I sort of appreciate. It sort of like reignited the passion of my passion for the show. And I like that they haven't let go of that Me Too movement. Right? Exactly. Because to me, that's what this show was all about at the beginning. And if it didn't harken back to it, then it was really more about kind of what is the crisis of the day, you know, as opposed to anything else. Now, was that you, see, did you see that in the second episode? Was that the second episode? Because No, know. that wasn't. No, not yet. Episode, okay. But I'm looking forward it's shocking. to that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's shocking. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah. Would you sample this again? Like, would you? Yeah, I'm pushing through. Yeah, yeah, I'm pushing through season three, and it's you know it got rid of the sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. I would watch it. I'm curious to see when you watch it. Text me, and I, yeah. I want to know what your I'm thoughts enjoying are. it so far. I'm enjoying it. It, it is so far. really great. Yeah. Now, who would you recommend this to? We are limited in choices at the moment for new television. The right. morning show's back on track. If you want your premium television with Aniston and Ham firing <laughs> yes. on all cylinders, and I mean yes, yes, yes. hot, hot firing, mm. bon appetit. They kick the sophomore slump. Let's see what's left for the next four episodes. Either go to season 10, like dig into that Cracker Jack box and get yours. Mm, I'm going to have to dig very deeply <laughs> in the next You will get that trinket. I want to catch up to you. Yeah, you're going to get that trinket and quite enjoy it. And I'm sure Misha would, Michael would quite enjoy it. I think he's going to love that. Yeah, Hamiston. I think so. It was quite Hamiston? hot. Yeah, for nice. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I actually want to hear if you guys have watched it. Episode 6. It was hot. October 11th, the morning show. Email us at holohollopopculture at gmail.com. The Holohollow Podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. Rate us, leave a review, subscribe, tell your friends about us. And finally, we are on Instagram. Our handle is at holohollopopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chelch Ring, and we'll see all of you guys again soon. See you soon.